1: And I'm Stan Foster, and this is Viewers Anonymous, man. How we feeling today, man? You good?
0: Man, I'm feeling amazing, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Holiday weekend, uh, three-day work week. We just got done doing 28 minutes or less yesterday. You know what I'm saying? We back on the Viewers Anonymous. We got one more at the end of the week. Feeling good, man. Everything been going straight, bro. Right how about yourself?
1: Man, hey, I'm maintaining, man. Like, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have a long weekend myself. Like, we just get Thursday, but this is the first Saturday I got to pull. So, you know, so still gonna be a five day work week for me. But, you know, other than that, man, like I appreciate you jumping on the pile with me and doing that because, sure, like, you you're the music guy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though even though we had a couple of disagreements at the end, but like, yeah, you know, but. I I, I really value your opinion when it comes to music because like like me, I'm just really in my own zone, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm. so I don't know like a lot of the stuff that you was able to put together, like like shit. I was just uh and then like I say, man, I'm stuck in my way, like man, I was on the road, I was stuck in traffic, man. And I was there. (laughs) Oh no, listen, listen to this part. So you remember how I was telling you that uh that Isaac Hayes walk on by. And the sound of love is two greatest intros of all time, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what the third what the third one is. What's that? A C D C Thunderstruck. I'm telling you, like the beginning of the hell yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I'm with you
1: on that. I'm with you on that. And then man, listen, I was man, I was in traffic. I was cool when that was on. I was cool when that was on, but yeah. I uh I really, really appreciate that, man, cause uh I really value your music opinions.
0: Man, I've got yours too, man. You got a you got a nice ass taste in music, bro. Like it's it's not often that I get a chance to like talk to people who, who dabble in a little bit of everything for far as music goes. Like, um, usually, you know what I'm saying, like I'm talking to somebody, they always either listen to just rap or they just listen to R and B and rap. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't listen to anything outside of that element. So like any time any time. I get a chance to talk to people like outside of rap and R and B. Like it's always a great conversation because like I grew up listening to a lot of different stuff. Like you know what I'm saying my grandmother's always played the blues and you know what I'm saying the Motown joints. You know what I'm saying the Solid Gold oldies. And then um, you know what I'm saying like my mom she always listened to you know what I'm saying R and B and a little bit of hip hop. And then she always listened to you know what I'm saying like neo soul and funk. Then my stepdad would listen to, you know what I'm saying, rap on the West Coast. And my aunt would listen to East Coast rap. And then, you know what I'm saying, like I had people in my family who was listening to like rock and roll, like my uncle, Uh, he in the military. So anytime he would come home, he would always have like new vinyls. So like he would be listening to like ACDC. He'd be listening to heavy metal. He'd be listening to Journey or he'd be listening to um, uh, Pink Floyd. And you know what I'm saying, like, so you know it's just a bunch of different people around me man who who I got my music taste from and then not only that like um my grandfather on my mom's side you know what I'm saying like he was a musician so you know am saying like he played the piano and then uh like I got a few family members you know what I'm saying like that's actual musicians that play instruments and you know what I'm saying like been in groups and bands and um like when I was in high school like my cousin was rapping so I was Always with him, you know, saying going to studios and doing like that. My mom almost got signed to a record label when I was young, so it's just like music has always been a part of my life. So I just always dabbled in, you know, saying music here and
1: there. Man, that's supposed like, to—you can tell, man—and like I, I love to be, you know, well-rounded like that, man, because you're able mm-hmm. to, you know, because then like the great, like the greatest thing, I was, I was on my route one day, and I don't know how we got on the subject of music, but like this lady asked me, you know, older white lady. And she's like, uh, uh what type? Because I had my um uh, my earbuds in, and she's like, what you listening to? I was like, I'm listening to, to music right now. She's like, what you listening to? Rap? I said, like, we trying to stay. I listen to rap. I'm black. And then like, so she started <laughs> laughing. It's like, we. I've been on this rap for a long time, so like, you know, we yeah. joking. And like, uh, and I told her I was like, I, I was like, I listen to a lot of music. So I got the name in, like all the people that I listen to and stuff like that. And, like she, and I'm like, yo, you got You got to be well rounded, man, because what ended up happening is you, you missed out on a lot of stuff to end up being great. And you don't know it because you're so stuck on just listening to like either rapping or beat all the time. And it's like, yo, there's some mm-hmm. other good that people could listen to that you sleeping on because you're going to end up finding yourself. Cause I don't know, man, like music is just one of those things. And I look at cinema the same way. That's why I'm a person who if somebody, you know, rotten tomatoes come out and say, Oh, well, this is a, you know, such and such. And this is such and such. It's like, nah, you know, I, I'd rather go out and look for myself because exactly I have a totally different opinion on a movie. So that's why that's why I love doing this, man, because I'm able to get that outlet out. Because, like, I love, like, obviously with doing three podcasts, I love to talk. But the thing is, a lot of the people that are around me don't want to talk about the things that I want to talk about. So a podcast exactly. man, with somebody that's into this shit like the way that you are, this shit is lovely, yeah. man. For sure. Like and
0: then like the dope thing about being well-rounded in music too is like listening to hip hop, listening to rap, like you can you can catch certain samples. Like, you know what I'm saying? When they sample certain songs, you know what I'm saying? You the man if you know what that sample is, right? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people see it, they be like, Oh man, how you know that? And then you get to you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that's always dope about it. Like, you can always hear the sample. You know what song is from, that type of shit. And then, like, even with the movies, like you said, with Rotten Tomatoes, like, I never listened to Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Rotten Tomatoes has given some of the greatest movies I've watched some of the worst ratings of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went on um I went on Rotten Tomatoes, like, back in the day when uh, you was able to watch movies on the Flickster app. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, like, they would have the writing Tomatoes ratings and stuff by, it. and then I remember I had just got Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and it had, like, the worst, I think it was, like, a 23% or something like that, and I'm like, bro, this is one of the best movies ever, like, even though it's not, like, a movie movie, it's more like a documentary-type movie, but still, like, just the fact that it's Dave Chappelle, he having a block party, you know what I'm saying, in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, like, he got Central State you know what I'm saying? I, I used to walk the campuses to Central State, so he got their band out there. like So I'm watching this shit. I'm hyped. You know what I'm saying? He got all these performances from The Roots to Badu to Jill Scott, um, Dead Prez, like Talib Kwali, Mos Def. He brought the fucking Fuji's back. Like, this is one of the greatest pieces of cinema ever, at least to me, and especially for a lot of music lovers. So to then see that, and it's like 23%, it was like, man, I, yeah, I, Rotten Tomatoes can kiss it.
1: Man, speaking of that, man, I just saw, uh, well, I've seen two different stories, but the one, I, I didn't recognize the source on the second one, but the first one I saw that they took um, the Chappelle show off of Netflix. Yeah. The first story said that because Dave Chappelle was like, you know, y'all ain't paying me, you know, for this type mm-hmm. of thing. So I guess they didn't, I didn't click on the story, but, you know, obviously got some money related. But the second one, that I saw, and I didn't recognize the source, it said that he took it down because he didn't want nobody to watch it. I'm like, come on, that don't make sense. I don't even know. That
0: ain't it, because remember when he was was on... Yeah, SNL, he said to watch it, but what happened was he wasn't receiving his residuals. It was all going to Comedy Central. And that's when he was requesting to get it taken down. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Just for me, I I kind of been off of Comedy Central ever since that kind of happened. Um, they had they had like a couple of dope shows that I was watching for a minute. Like uh, what was the one? Broad City. I think it was Broad City with the two chicks. And then there was another one. Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's about like two dudes in like Chicago or some shit like that. That was pretty funny. So it was. It's been a couple shows on there that's like been funny, but like. After Chappelle's show went off, like, I was cool, bro. I couldn't, like, I wasn't really watching King and Pill like that. I watched, the, like, the clips on YouTube, but I definitely wasn't watching it on uh, on uh, Comedy Central. And the only time I watch Comedy Central now is, like, when they do the uh, office marathons. Other than that, it's a wrap.
1: I feel you, man. But, yo, man, we're we, we we back in the trilogy stage, man. We, yes, sir. You know this is this is going to be very interesting because now now we can say it since you know everybody see the name, mm-hmm. and so we doing the Bad Boys trilogy. And for the people who has been our day, how many of those we got? But hopefully there's a couple of them. We always talking about how we done Bad Boys for Life, and that was one of those episodes that we lost. And actually, that was the last episode that we did, and then we went on, like, the, the hiatus thing. And um, so we had we lost that episode, and we never got back to it, but this time, we're going to get to that, but, you know, that's the third one of the installments, so we'll go ahead and start from the very beginning, and, you know, when Bad Boys came out, man, in 95, you know, I was 10 years old you know, when it came out, and... What a lot of people gotta realize is that at the time, Martin was the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. Martin Martin was in House Party. Martin was in, um, you know, Martin was able to make, like, he was never like the main guy, but like mm-hmm. Martin had been in a couple of, you know, movies, you know, to catch his footing. Like, Will had The Fresh Prince. Or whatever, but it wasn't a movie though. You know what I'm saying? So, and then Martin, Martin had Martin, yeah. So, but we never really seen them as action people, you know. And so the, well, I think,
0: I think that when you when you say the man, like you also got to remember, like like you're saying, we never really seen him in that in that main character role. But you know, what I'm saying like we've seen him in like uh, house parties. Um, we seen him in Boomerang, you know what I'm saying? Like we seen him in the, the TV show Martin. Then you gotta remember, on top of that, he, he you know what I'm saying, like his stand-ups was like some of the hottest stand-up specials at the time. Um, you know what I'm saying? You so crazy was the shit. Then you know don't forget he was also hosting Def Comedy Jam. And you know what I'm saying? So like he was he was the man because like we seen him like in a in a weird way, he was kind of like the Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. He was like everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like he was in dude, he was in Do the Right Thing, House Party. Yeah. Uh playing Play No the House Short Series. Uh he was in House Party 2 and then Boomerang before Bad Boys came out. So uh-huh. he was from from my understanding from hearing a couple of interviews, Martin was the one that was fighting to bring Will on. But then yeah. It kind of flipped when it came to Bad Boys of Life. It was like Will was like getting, you know, trying to get Martin to go back and do it. Because it seems Ooh. like there was a kind of disconnect once after the second one. I don't think that they had problems with each other. I just think that I don't know if Martin was just really trying to bury the Mark, you know, the, uh, uh, damn, why can't I remember his name? Um, Marcus Burnett thing or what I don't really know what it was. But at the same I think,
0: time I think it was more so like just the wear and tear on their bodies, man. Cause it's like I know they probably weren't doing their stunts, but you know what I'm saying, still like it was shit that they was actually doing. You know what I mean? Like and then on top of that, like it was so it was so far in between, you know what I'm saying, the second and the third movie, it was like you know what I'm saying, he probably thinking like, do people still want to see this? You know what I'm saying? Like do people really care? You know what I'm saying? Like how are we gonna you know, so like, how are we going to connect the stories? Like, it was it, it was a lot of shit that he probably was looking at that was like, nah, I really ain't feeling
1: it. Yeah, yeah. And which is it's understandable because, I mean, even because the first Bad Boys come out in 95, and then Bad Boys 2 come out in 2003, so and then mm-hmm. in 2019, so it's kind of exactly. huge, you know, spread of the thing, but you know, I, I love the way that it, it came out the gate, man. Uh, but I will say this: that that um, Porsche that Mike was driving, right? Mm-hmm. Backstory on that. That was actually, and that's another person. Michael Bay wasn't Michael Bay yet. True. So that Porsche, and so because they didn't have enough money in the budget, mm-hmm. to get Mike an expensive car. So he was just like, yo, we're going to let y'all drive the car. Because if you think about it, you really only seen the Porsche in like two scenes. Mm-hmm. It was at the beginning and the end. Yeah. And like, babe, was they were saying that he was all nervous on set because he was like, y'all don't wreck my car. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's my car. But like, so they're pulling up in the car and like <laughs> Martin's like, yo, he was like, hey. Man, where, he's at, where's your, where's your, like, where's your cup holder? He's like, I don't have one. <laughs> he was like, man, thousand dollars on the damn car, and you ain't got no cup holder. He was like, man, this car is a limited edition. He was like, it was one hundred and five thousand dollars. You know, what I'm saying? he's like, yeah, you're damn right, it's limited. No cup holder, no back seat, <laughs> and it's like we should driving in a, uh, what do you say, uh, a shiny dick, and we the two balls sitting there. <laughs> it's, yo, it's like to, for it to start off like like that. Like you knew you was in for shit, and then they, then uh, he drops the fries. And he pulls up, yo, you gonna get that fry? You know, he's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: look, man, my hand ain't gonna get down there. He's like, I come up with this shit type shit. So then the girl walked by, and then you get the scene, and then like you really start to learn. Like I think the opening five minutes, we really understand what we're going to get out of these two because then they do the whole scene of like when my man come up and then martin looks at him he's like yo he said man what are you like 350 and he's like well i gotta get the big thick motherfuckers and so then <laughs> <laughs> and so then like they they argue with each other because he told the guy he was like yo <laughs> he said look he said uh you want to you said you about to have some bad news like you know y'all jacking a couple of cops right now And so he was like, and I'm a comedian. And I suck. (laughs) 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 And so then they start arguing with each other. And then they do that to distract the people. And then they kick them down. You know, he gave them the Western Slice passenger 57 thing. And then the bad boys pop up. And you're like, yo, Mm -hmm. I already tell. They've been partners for a while. They're energetic. They're going to be joking around. And then like, they use distractions to, you know what I'm saying, to maneuver around the situation. And, like, I could tell, like, from the opening minute, the opening five minutes, you could tell, like, yo, we in for a ride, yo. I think that,
0: you know what I'm saying, around this time, man, 1995, this was before, was this, no, this was before Independence Day, right?
1: Or after? This was, let me see, i think independence day came out after if i'm not mistaken I i think independence day was after
0: yeah okay so this is this is before independence Day, and then i'm trying to think was this okay so yeah like this is this is basically um, will smith's entry into box office hits you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to think i don't think he did one before this i think this was like the first one so him being with you know what i'm saying martin which is basically you know what i'm saying the, one of the biggest stars in hollywood at the time um 1995 you know what i'm saying like they both have long history careers, you know what I'm saying? Will Smith started off as a rapper, becomes an actor. Um, he's been in, you know what I'm saying? Like a couple great roles. He got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, you know what I'm saying? Martin is stand-up comedian who, you know what I'm saying? Was an actor as well. Um, been in a, a bunch of great movies, classic movies, and then also has, you know what I'm saying? a. um, well, probably the hit TV show and at the time his TV show was on Fox and this is very important because Fox had this block where they had Martin, well I'm not sure if it was, I don't remember if it was on the same night but I know they had Martin, they had In Living Color and then they had like a, a I think like a Living Single um, they had Living Single, they had In Living Color, they had Martin it was another show that they had too, but it was like the first time you've seen black TV shows in primetime. And this is on Fox. This is a major network. And so you, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's leading and he's getting hella ratings and he's going neck and neck with living color. You know I mean? in living color. And so you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is the time where he's becoming, like, a superstar. He And like I said, he's like the Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. Like, he's literally everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Boomerang, um, Do the Right Thing, and all these other different movies. Then he comes out with You So Crazy. And this is one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. Like, if you go back and listen to You So Crazy, like, you'll understand, like, how, how dope he was at stand-up. And then on top of that, he's hosting Deaf Comedy Jam, which some of the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Um, some of the greatest uh, comics have been there. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the, the all-time spot to get comedy. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, Comic View is kind of on the come up, but it's not even close to comedy, uh, I mean, to Deaf Comedy Jail. And then he's the host of that. So you constantly seeing his face there. And then, boom, we get Bad Boys. We get this movie that he's in with Will Smith, who is, his TV show was on, um, what was it, ABC? No, his his TV show was on NBC, right? And so we get the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air being on NBC with Boy Meets World, with uh, Saved by the Bell and all these other different shows that's getting like all these ratings. But these are white shows. These ain't black shows like how Martin is but they get neck and neck ratings and shit like that. So these are two guys who are like down there at the top of their game or down there in their prime and you putting them in this movie that nobody's ever seen these two in the movie before. Nobody's ever seen all of this cast in the movie before. And then you get this like magical moment to where you can see them feeding off each other in the movie. You can see them, um, you know what I'm saying? Like you can see them playing off of each other in the movie. Like, my favorite scene, probably, this is probably everybody's favorite scene, though, is when they got to switch up and Mike got to go to Marcus's house and Marcus got to live as Mike to, do, to uh, protect the girl. So, you know what I'm saying? He in there, he in the uh, in the car practicing. He's like, I'm Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. <laughs> Mike Lowry. So, he, he you know, so he practicing that the whole time. But it's just, you know what I'm saying, like, you could see, like, just the the fun that they were you could tell just, like, the fun that they had making that movie. It was just, it, every every moment of it, bro, was like, it's either action or you laughing. It's either you amazed or you just laughing. And to me, it was just, like, one of those movies that just, I don't know, bro, it just, it just showed you just, like, the best of, of you know what I'm saying, what, what could happen when you bring two all-stars together
1: Oh, for sure, man! Like, and, and I love, I love when they switched, too. And one of my favorite scenes was when they went to see uh Captain Howard. Well, really, it, it all started after after they uh seen Maxine dead in the suite or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so the next day, you know, Mike went, to, well, Mike went to go see the uh the Madam Lady, and then come to find out, you know, that dude had already been there, killed that lady. Mm-hmm. So was well, sledgehammer. And so Mark has been trying to call him all day and couldn't get him. And yeah. so he shows up in the cab. And so he's talking to him. And he was like, man, he's like, you don't know what I've been through last night. Because he he went to go see Julie and he took his ring off. Yeah. And his wife got mad at him because he took his ring off. He was like, I got it. It's in my pocket. You know, I was undercover and all this type of stuff. So he had to sleep on the couch. And so mm-hmm. he, he's like, telling him, like, you don't know what I went through last night. He was like, man, I'm about to get kicked out of a happy home and all this type of stuff. He was like, I had to wake up with a pyro and just stuck up my ass and all this stuff. <laughs> then Mike was like, you know, I appreciate you asking me how I'm doing, so they go see Captain Howard. And so Captain Howard shooting mad air balls. Yeah. Like, but he was, a, he was making them out before they got there. Mm-hmm. And, so he, uh, he, and then he tells him, like, yo, I got he tells him that I got the girl, but I left him at her place. He was like, "Man, are you really trying to kill this case?" And he was like, "Yo, I had to pa- pass a damn pop quiz for her to even know it was me." And mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, like, like, what's going on?" And then, he, <laughs> and so then he tells him, he's like, "Where she's at now?" He's like, "His He too." Like, "Man, you love a hooker in my house." He's like, the "Girl, not a hooker, as far as I know." <laughs> He said, I love her and the dogs, Luke and Dookie. And so then, and so then he's like, So you love a hooker and two dogs in my house. And he was like, You know, let's do this. And so then, Captain Howell was like, You're you, you're him. You be him and her. And all this. I thought, I'm like, Yo, this shit is hilarious. And so Mike's Mm -hmm. like, designated homeless or whatever. And so then, I do, I thought that scene was so fucking funny, dude. Cause it's like, (laughs) cause Captain Howard, I would say, like that dude, Joe, uh, how was his name? Um, I forget what I can't pronounce the last name, but that dude, like the greatest captain of any of anything. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like like of any TV drama, any TV comedy, any person that plays a captain, he's the best ever, man. Like he is he is so funny and like for him to be in between two stars and also be just as funny as they are. Yeah. And things like that dude is, he's a, he's a really, really, really good actor, man. Yeah. I think it, I think it's just a testament
0: of not just, you know what I'm saying? Like just how funny each, you know what I'm saying? Each other actor was in this movie. It's just how funny Mike and, uh, I'm about to call them Mike and Martin, uh, Mark, Martin <laughs> and Will. Was, like just the just the fact that they were so funny in themselves. Like I think it made it easier for everybody else to kind of be funny. Like because I, I don't know if like a lot of people remember, but John Sally was in these movies. Oh yeah, and John Sally was he? You know what I'm saying? Like he's a, a ex basketball player. Well, he like what 6'10", 6'11"? and him playing him playing the nerd dude that could break in and shit with the glasses and everything. Like just the fact that he had on the glasses and the, in and the, in uh, the handcuffs typing and shit. And he was talking to, uh, he was talking to Martin all the time. Like that interaction was just funny as hell. Like he just made it, they just made it so much. You could tell they made it so much easier for everybody else to be funny. Like the fact that it felt like, you know, it, it seemed like a weight was taken off of everybody else's shoulders especially when they had to do those community parts because they knew, like, even if I'm not funny, they're going to be funny. So whatever they do is basically, I'm going to get the residual of it. So I'm just going to do this, and then I'm going to see how it lands. And I mean, like, every time they did it, it landed.
1: Oh, yeah, man. And then, like, basically, like, the, uh, like, in the, what it was, there was a guy who, who was, he wasn't He was presumed to be dead.
0: And like Mm -hmm. basically,
1: they, Mark, Mike, and Marcus had a huge bust. Um, Dude Eddie was able to uh, get them on the inside. He was a former cop, was able to get on the inside, steal the drugs that he got busted on. And so the whole thing was they had to solve this case in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. It was in the 48 or 72, I can't remember. And so they had to uh, basically. Rebust the drugs that they already busted. Yeah. yeah, so throughout the whole film with all the committee stuff in it? Like, the storyline was basically y'all got this amount of time to get the drugs back, and then so they had to start from the bottom and try to figure out, like, how are we gonna find this dude? Like, okay, well, the thing we gotta do, the drugs gotta get cut, we gotta go see Jojo the Tired Man because, he's and so that's basically they would use Jojo for the guy that would. You know, he, he he just hears things. Like, being a guy in that line of work, you know, you now he's trying to make himself seem like, yo, I'm out of that business, I'm in the rubber now, and all this type of uh-huh. stuff. And so then they're like, all right, well, the next thing we got to do, next lead is who made the blueprints to this uh, police thing. Go to see him, he's dead. So they thinking it's over. So then the witness calls, because they didn't know, they knew they had a witness, they just didn't know the witness was going to call them. Yes. Yeah. So I only did with Mike because Max, if she got into any trouble, she only deal with Mike. So he gave this. And so then they use her to try to ID somebody. She had no ID the guy, finding out the guy working at club hell to go to club hell. And then that's when they kind of put everything together and then they figure out who it is. And they basically like solve the case. Now there's a lot of other shit that happened, but mm-hmm. you know, just for bad boys but right. then you know when when i heard that bad boys 2 was coming out i was like yo i've been waiting on this movie forever it felt like mm-hmm. because it was like you you have you you have a movie that had the success that that movie had and then you take eight years to finally come out with another one so it was for me, man, it was it was a huge relief because I felt like those two dudes together, and then with Will, because really both of them, they caches went up after this movie, both of them. Because well, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of. The reason I say that because they wasn't really like the 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 people that carried film because mm-hmm. if you think about it, right after this. Martin did a thin line between love and hate. So yep,
0: he did Blue Streak and all the rest of them too. Yeah.
1: So that was like his first, like yo, right after Bad Boys, everybody see yo, this, this dude can carry a film, mm-hmm. and so their careers really took off, and not even just them, but even Michael Bay, had yeah, took off after this point. So Bad Boys two come around. the The only thing. And I know that you said that you had a problem with was uh, for life. I don't know what it is yet, because we haven't talked about it. But one of my griefs about Bad Boys 2 is the fact of Marcus only got one kid all of a sudden. But in Bad Boys 1, he had four. He had two girls and two boys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you only see one girl and it's like okay that's that's a little strange but i like how they was able to you know patience into this one and then you could tell that there was a bigger budget with this one because like the the interstate scene with and then even even captain howard captain howard was like his you know this many cars in a boat he said, how did you sink a boat? <laughs> and he was <laughs> like, and then like like they had went through therapy. And so he was trying not to cuss. So he was like, frick. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I thought that joke was so funny. But it it was just like the chemistry between those two. Like, what took y'all so long? Because I felt like bad boys could have been, I'm trying to think of another, um, I can't think of nothing off head, but I was really, I was really happy when I seen that Bad Boys 2 was coming out. And like, my thing is Mm -hmm. a lot of people that I've spoken to, when it come down to Bad Boys, a lot of people like Bad Boys 2 better than one. I'm still the guy. Yeah, I I kind of like Bad Boys One a little better than Bad Boys Two, my personal opinion. But I think it could also be one of those element of surprise type of things as well. I just felt that that was more funnier and it felt more. I put it this way: it they felt more hungry, in one than two, and if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, For me, I'm one of those people that think, two is the best out of all three movies. Um, The cast in this movie was was super fire, you know what I'm saying? You had Gabrielle Union, you had a lot of the... You know, you had people returning from um, the original cast, you know what I'm saying? John Sally is back in this one. Um, You had uh, the two editions of the the Cuban-American... uh, co-workers that they had. I forgot what they what the actors' names were. But what's more interesting about number two, and why I say that number two is my favorite, is because you had said that they are they both were at the pinnacle, right? Mm-hmm. What we forget is there was a slight moment in time where Martin Lawrence was on a downslide. So, um, you know, he had all of these movies that he was doing. You know what I'm saying? He had like Black Knight um, he had um, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. He had, um, I think, Blue Street came out. Um, National Security came out that same year that Bad Boys 2 did, like, so it was a lot of stuff he was working on and doing, but we forget that it was a moment in time where he had got hospitalized for doing drugs. And, um, you know saying? So like, he was in this little mode where, like, he was getting into trouble and all this other stuff, and so, um, before he did, uh, Bad Boys Two, he did a stand-up special called Run Tell That. One of the another one of the, you know what I'm saying one of the most legendary specials of all time, and so he uh, kind of addressed everything that was going on with you know what I'm saying in his life and you know what I'm saying like all of this. So you know, Will was basically on that incline where he was just shooting up, shooting up. He was doing like Wild Wild West and he was doing Independence Day. And you know what I'm saying? Like he was going blockbuster the blockbuster the blockbuster. And Martin, not so much. So finally, when they get back or when Martin gets back to himself and, you know what I'm saying, he, he get back to where he's supposed to be, they do bad boys too. And this is like, for me, this is like where Martin put on like a showcase. So, you know what I'm saying? Like they in Miami, you know what I'm saying? We get the we get introduced to Marcus's sister. You know what I'm saying? We find out that that Mike and Marcus's sister got some kind of, you know what I'm saying, love, you know what I'm saying, like secret, secret love quarrel or whatever. Um, you know what I'm saying? They got they get into it with some Haitians. They trying to figure out what's going on and come to find out it ain't the Haitians, it's the Cubans, because now they gotta find Johnny Tapia. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, some Russians and uh, is involved. So this is like this is going to be probably one of the most action-packed movies that we've ever seen. Not on top, and then not only on top of that, we get to see Martin like really showcase his comedic skills. So like one of my favorite parts in the movie is when Martin had, you know what I'm saying, take some water because they found the um they snuck into the, the morgue and they found the drugs in the dead body. You know what I'm saying? And the, so the you know what I'm saying like he he they looking around for him or whatever, and then the uh, people about to come in, so he hide and he hide under the one with the lady with the big titty. So he was like, you know, Mike, like, man, don't, don't you, don't get in that one, don't get in that one. You know, what I'm saying, like, he going back and forth with him, and then he looking, he, you know, what I'm saying, he laying next to a dead lady with a big ass titty, and then they finally, you know, what I'm saying, stop everything because the, the dudes crashed the ambulance into the car, and then he go, you know, what I'm saying, he get out. They go back looking, and then when you know, what I'm saying, they go looking, he. Pull the uh, he pulled the top of the dude's head off and he started throwing up and then Mike over there like man don't he was like don't do it man he was like you acting up he was like you showing out stop it stop it and then he throw up and then he like man I get I need to get some water so before that he throw the drugs to him you know what I'm saying the ecstasy fall into the cup he ain't paying attention he swallowed two ecstasy pills <laughs> he get and you know what I'm saying they everything gets said and done they leave he in the back seat filling on the seat. Like man, this seat feels so good. And then when they gotta to go to the captain's house, he rubbing on Mike's back. <laughs> <He> like, man, <laughs> he was like, Your back feels so nice. And then Mike, like, stop, man. He was like, Come on, man, straight up for real. just business. He like, okay. And then he started rubbing his back again. He was like, hey man. He was like, then he look at him, he flashed the flashlight in his eye. He like, man, you on some shit? He was like, nah, man, what you talking about? I ain't know nothing. And then they get in there or whatever, he acting all funny. He like, man, Captain, your house got a nice Feng Shui, uh, Feng Wei. He was like, Feng Shui. Feng Shui, yeah, that's the word. Feng Shui. Then this motherfucker would come, he drinking the motherfucker water with the flowers in it at the base and shit. Like to me, that was like, that That was a, a comedy clinic. Like the fact that he can go from all of those different, you know what I'm saying? Like all of those different moments and then just all in that one, that one little piece of scene. Like to me, I thought that shit was, magnificent for him to be able to do that. And then like you got to see Gabrielle Union in a different light. Like we've never seen her um, you know, what I'm saying like be in an action movie. We always seen her be like, you know what I'm saying, the love interest in a dance movie or she was in bring it on. She was like, you know, what I'm saying the, the the rival cheerleader and shit like that. And so we finally got a chance to see her do like some action things and get into, you know, what I'm saying like a different realm. And then, you know what I'm saying? you This one wasn't, to me, I felt like wasn't more so focused on Will Smith. I felt like it was more so catered to focus more so like on Marcus because it, it dealt with like with his family. Um, it, You know what I'm saying? Like we seen the, the scene where they go to the door and you know what I'm saying? They open the door. The little dude was like Kawhi Leonard. He's like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 16. Motherfucker, you look 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They talk about breaking up in this movie and you know what I'm saying? Not doing it again. So it's just like, This was one of the things to where, you know what I'm saying, like, we really, we kind of got into a little bit about both of them in that first one. But this one, it was more so, I feel like, catered
1: towards Marcus. It did. It did because it really, it really centered in on his family. Then you bring in the sister, which now she got a spinoff TV show now on Fox where she is a cop, but she's out in L.A., but she's Marcus's sister. In the show, I don't watch it. I just seen the, uh, you know, the was oh, The of- real thing. Yeah, yeah. It's on. She, her, and Jessica. B- Not Jessica Bill, Jessica Alba. Partners. Oh it- shit. Uh, S- what Sydney Bar-, Bar Barnett? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. So they was able to take Bad Boys Two and do a whole spinoff TV show with her being a cop out in L.A. and. Ooh. um, but yeah, like I see what you're saying. Like that—that was really one of the most funniest scenes. Um, and b- because, <laughs> like, my, like my favorite part, like when when you you didn't say the one part that I love when like when he uh when he, <laughs> when, he <laughs> when he shined the uh, light in his eyes, he's like, man, look yeah. at your he looked up. I'm gonna <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> it was so that was funny. It was bro. so funny. That shit and was fucking comedy, bro. Like, it was, like, it was, like, but the thing is, also, like, with the first one, they did more with less. Like, the first one they had a $15 million budget. Mm-hmm. The second one had $130 million. Yeah. So, yes, like, so we got more, you know, flash in the side of Mike. We got, uh, you know, a couple of badass cars from Mike. Mm. In the, um like even in the car, like you know, like it it, it just like this one had a different feel to it. And and then like you said, the one thing about this one that was totally different from the first one was Marcus is is, is no, the other one he's he's all about retirement, but but this one. He's more about breaking up with Mike because he's like, yo, we always getting in gunfights with situations that we don't have to get in gunfights. Because he (laughs) had the worst out of all of them. And like we'll get into it more when we get to Bad Boys for Life. But you gotta remember, Uh Marcus got shot in the leg in the first one. He got shot in the ass, too. Yeah, but but Mike got shot in the first one, but it was a bullet he had a vest on. So Mike mm-hmm. really haven't... You know what I'm saying? So then, like you said, in the second one, now Mark gets shot in the ass. And he's like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm taking all these bullets. You ain't taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I need to get with somebody that's, that's... You know what I'm saying? That's more calmer that we can actually... Like you said, he was going into therapy, so he's yeah. really to chill with the gunfights But what's his name? Trigger Mike. Trigger Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So he's more like, yo, I I wanna chill. So you you really see like this whole thing of like, yo, you know, I'm gonna have to tell Mike, I'm gonna have to try to do this. And then Mike is keeping a secret from him by seeing his sister after he went up on a trip to New York, you know, this type shit. So you got this secretive stuff going on. They trying to solve this case with Johnny Tapia and all this type of stuff. So so they dealing with Johnny Tapia and then they using the damn Haitians to fucking, you know what I'm saying, to try to figure out like this whole, because they basically getting their supply from Johnny Tapia, basically. Mm-hmm. basically. And then like, I also like how John Sally was. He was the criminal with the thick glasses on. And it's so funny because you didn't mention this part. When uh, when they were sitting there um asking him to you know to look up the thing because they were trying to break into Eddie um, uh, Eddie Domingo or whatever his name was they were trying to look up his mm-hmm. file, and the girlfriend scene she knew what the password was but she knew that they was gonna say that they was girlfriend boyfriend whatever, and so anyway yeah. so Mike not Mike but Marcus is like yo man you need to hurry up. He was like, "Look, man, I'm doing an illegal favor for you." So, he, and he stood up. He was like, "Man, if you don't sit your punk ass down," he said, "Shit <laughs> out of you." And then he asked Mike. He asked Mike for some tickets. No, no, that was the second one. But um, and so then he's like, "Oh, you supposed to be the computer with all this type of shit." And then in the second one, he actually worked for the police. Now mm-hmm. they're asking him to do a, a, another illegal favor, and then he asking Mike. Yo, I want some tickets to the heat game, and then he was like, All right, he was like, Man, what you need plus these for? He said, The thick ass glasses, you can see the game from the parking lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like, I
1: see, see, that's what I'm right.
0: saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you get to see the comedic genius of Martin in this fucking movie, bro. Like, it's, he has so many fucking moments in this movie. Like, when he had the donut, he had to sit down on the donut and sit at the table. That shit was funny as fuck. The fucking pool shit when they they kept trying to fix the pool and everything like that. That shit was funny as fuck. The fucking um, what was the other one? Oh yeah, when when he met the like I said when he met the daughter boyfriend for the first time. That shit was funny as hell. Um, the scene where they was in the morgue. The scene you know saying where they went to go see the captain. Like, bro, it's so many fucking moments in this. Group. Oh, the um, when they went to go see the Hastings and they got into the shootout with the Haitians, and he's sitting there, he's sitting by the, the toilet seat, and they shooting at him, and all the stuff flying up and getting in his hair and shit, and he ain't shooting. <laughs> he's like, we just want to talk. He was like, why y'all had to start this shit? He was like, why we had to go through all this? He was like, all we wanted to do was talk to y'all. <laughs> that shit was funny as motherfucker, man. It
1: was. Tell me, Martin, Martin showed his ass in this one. It was, but one of my favorite scenes in the first one is when Julie needed some damn <laughs> shampoo. So they go into the convenience store and so they're talking and he was like, yo, what about Jojo? And they was like, he is a chemist. He was like, man, there's way too much drugs for, you know, a chemist, a former chemist not to know nothing. So Julie's mm-hmm. looking for, you know, shampoo and all this stuff and she's complaining about how his animal tests and all this shit. And so the store clerk see that they got guns. So he pulls out the gun, freeze mother bitches. <laughs> <laughs> And then they were like, look, he's like, slow down. I'm like, dude, I'm going to show you my badge. He's like, you want badges? You want badges, mother bitch? He's <laughs> about to the badges. He's like, I'll show you what. <laughs> it was so funny when Julie, because they started arguing with each other. And they did the same thing that they did in the very first scene. And so Ooh. then a man lost focus because Julie started to walk out. He was like, freeze, bitch. And then they both pull their guns I know you freeze, bitch. He was like, back up. <laughs> uh said, give me a pack of uh, tro- uh, tropical pud- bubble issues. And Martin said, <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, that, this shit
0: was, it was just, it's, man, it just go to show you, bro, like, just when two powerhouses come together, bro, you really can't fucking miss. so uh, so this is what 2003 so this is like I said this is around the time like Will Smith was you know what I'm saying getting to the point to where uh, excuse me he kept getting those non-stop box office hits he was just non-stop every summer you knew he was coming with something every summer he had something coming and then you know I saying? we we see Martin kind of go on the decline but then he kind of get that like redemption and for me I felt like Bad Boys 2 was kind of his, well, 2003 for real, for real. But Bad Boys 2 was like his redemption. Like 2003 for me was just his redemption year. Like, you know what I'm saying? He did Run Tell that in 2002. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like that was, once again, legendary special for our stand-up goes. And then he did National Security. He did Bad Boys 2 in 2003. And those, like, hit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like this was just one of those things that, and for me, that was the reason that
1: I think "Bad Boys 2 was one of my favorites. I would say this
0: though, because
1: mm-hmm. I don't think like this is the thing with Martin, right? I think it was after "Bad Boys 2. and and this is why I say this, like what you're saying, because like I mm-hmm. said, he in line between love and that, uh, and 90, hate. right, Martin ends in '97, and he does nothing to lose, nothing to lose. That movie was great cool. movie. Please don't kill me, Freaky Jason. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> that was a <hilarious laughs> life with Eddie Murphy in '99. True. True. Okay, so then he same year he come out with Blue Street. Uh-huh. Now, I see what you're saying by a certain degree because really after that, you know, Big Mama House. I I, I never really liked any other Big Mama House, but that, that was really- a remember that was a hit. That was a major hit though. Yeah, but see it it was a, a hit commercial wise, yes. Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm saying. Personally, like, but it was a hit though. And then he uh, does the one joint with Danny DeVito, you know, what's the worst that can happen, and then he does that Black. was a good one too. And Black Knight was that was man. a good movie, man. It had its moments, but you know <laughs> but then like <laughs> that was a good movie, man. National Security. National, National Security came out the same year Bad Boys Three did. Right, so,
0: but listen. 2002, you forgetting? He was still doing stand-up. 2002, he came out with Run Tell That. And if you you ever watched Run Tell That, he tells the story about how he was, you know what I'm saying, shit was happening. And the fame got to him. Because he was out, I forgot what street it was, but he was in the middle of the street with a gun talking about, they gonna get him. And he talked about the story of that. He talked about how when he was in the hospital, you know what I'm saying, he was recovering and the nurse was taking care, he got the joke about the nurse taking care of him and you know, she like, Oh, I love you, Martin. You know, we do anything for you, Marty We do anything for you. And then he said, you know, what I'm saying she came in and she wiped my ass. I felt like a baby. He said, and then around like shit, two, three weeks, shit, I hit the button and she just got sick of the shit. She was like, I'm sick of your shit. you a grown-ass man. When you gonna start walking again? When you gonna get back on your shit? You can wipe your own ass. Martin, Martin, they should call you shitty, Martin, like. I'm telling you, bro, like, go watch go watch Run tell that, and you will see what I'm talking about. Like, that he had, he was, it was a, a small, small, small part in time where he was like on the decline. Like, they was, he was in the news for some, uh, for a whole bunch of different shit. I think he was like facing some charges for some shit. Like, it was a bunch of shit that was going on in his life around that time. So, like, when 2002, 2003 came along, like, that's when you know what I'm saying he started to get that redemption starting off with Run Tell That and then you know what I'm saying National Security and then you know what I'm saying Bad Boys 2 and then it was like a couple other movies in between I mean uh around that time as well and then like that's when you started to see him like come back and kind of do his thing so I think him doing Bad Boys 2 especially with it being you know what I'm saying at that same level that Big Mama's House was like he got back to that you know so like he got back to that that top spot and he kind of, you know what I'm saying, like kind of felt that.
1: And then, you know what I'm saying, he's been doing what he's been doing ever since. Is Like with Will, it's kind of interesting because Independence Day come out in 96. So that's the first movie he does. After mm-hmm. Bad Boys. And if you think about it, he was really a co-star in Independence Day. As far as running time, he really was only in it for like 30 minutes. So that was very interesting to be coming off of Bad Boys. And he's like more of a co-star with that. So then he Mm -hmm. does, he starts his franchise with Man in Black. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: Man in Black in 97. And then co star in that too. Yeah, because it's really about uh, Tommy Lee Jones, really. Mm -hmm. Um, But then one of my favorite movies, and he's kind of back to like that action guy, kind of sort of with Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State was like, you just got to be- It was a great movie. It, but it, like I'm glad you like because I thought it was good but then he fucked up with Wild Wild West. Oh, wait a minute. He did not fuck up with Wild Wild, Wild West. Yeah. Was a decent he, movie. This is the reason why I say I, I, man, I wish I could remember. He turned down something in 99 mm-hmm. that would have been a smash but he turned it down to do Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, cuz they say that that's when that was his work at the time. That was the worst. Like he did like opening week type of thing. So true. Had, true. And then he does the legend of Badger Vance, and then he does Ali, and Ali kind of put him back up again. Then he does show Ali him. solidified him. Ali was
0: like <laughs> that was the that was the one. That was that the was, one he
1: needed. And then he does Men in Black Two. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys Two come out again, and then it kind of, you know, tails off really when it comes to Will. But this is okay. So the third one, uh-huh. which man, we 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 did. I felt like we did a great podcast at the time. And this yeah, is we what, did. This is what's interesting to me, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm I'm going right. I'm going right out the gate. With why I'm gonna tell you why I love the third one. Okay. The main thing that I loved about the third one was when they they did the whole club scene, right? Mm-hmm. They, had, they chased down um, Marcus's old basketball player. It was so funny because he was like, "Yo," he said, uh, "That's what's his name?" He was like, "Man, I benched him," and he was like, "Cause he called me an asshole." And he was like, "Well, did y'all win the championship?" He's like, "Hell no!" He said, "Man, we lost by 40. He said, my, 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 my. <laughs> "So anyway." to get back to it, um, they had got my dude's phone. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit happened before then, but to get to the point was he, he text this phrase that, uh, that he used to say to this one girl. And so the text came back, says, Hola, Mike. And so he got to looking through the files and seeing that the girl, from his very first case, when they pulled him out of, uh, out of the academy and put him straight on the cover. And so what I loved was when he was talking to Marcus and telling him, yo, that dude is my son. He's like, yo, mm-hmm. man, what are you talking about? I first graduated academy, I first out academy, they pulled me to the side, nobody, they didn't know who I was, I didn't really have a file, and they put me on the cover with this guy, and I I was a driver, we fell in love with each other, we was going to run away together, and all this type of shit, it was like the NDA, FBI, everybody got involved, and he couldn't, he couldn't get her out, so she ended up going to jail, and then he looked at the years, Type stuff, and he was like, Yo, that boy, he was like, He's crazy like me, he, you know, I'm saying he's wild, me out of shit. And he got to explaining, Like, yo, she taught me the whole game, she taught me how to dress like it, she taught me how to walk like it. And he says, She created Mike Lowry. Mm -hmm. I was like, And then, Mark, it was so funny because Mark was like, He was like, Now that makes sense. They said, Now they explain why he dressed like a drug dealer, (laughs) And (laughs) and then he's like, Man. And, 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 like, it was a serious moment, but, like, he still found a way to throw a joke in there. He was like, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to this, all this stuff. And the reason I say really good, like, that part made it good because we always got Marcus's backstory. We always mm-hmm. got family. We always got, you know, the stuff with his wife and all of this stuff. When it came to Mike, all we knew that he was a trust fund kid. We didn't know nothing about Mike. Like mm-hmm. Dwight, the whole thing, we never talked about Mike's parents. We don't know if Mike's parents are dead. We don't know if Mike got any brothers or sisters. We don't know shit about Mike. What? But with that one scene of him explaining, him coming out of the academy and then falling because Mike was like, "I," he's like, "That's why I'm not married." He was like, "Because at that time, I chose the badge over a woman." And I've been choosing the badge every so it okay. really explained the whole essence of Mike why he never got married, why he never settled down, why he's so flamboyant, why he dresses the way he dressed. I felt like just that scene there finally gave us something on Mike Lowry. Okay, so this
0: is. This is the way I felt too when I had first seen the movie. I felt the same way you felt. I'm like, man, we finally getting a chance to, you know, really see m- who Mike is and what Mike is about. You know, what I'm saying what he went through that type of shit, right? Then I went back and watched the second one, and then watched the third one again, and that's when my beef came up. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like the third one. But let me let me start there. I think that all three of the movies are great. You know, what I'm saying. To me, it's it's a great trilogy. I love it. You know what I'm saying. I love Martin. Um, I keep saying I don't know why I want to keep saying Martin and Malcolm. I want, <laughs> Martin and Will. You know what I'm saying. Like I love seeing them two on screen together, man. Especially you know what I'm saying after it's been so long. You know this start. This is something that started in '95, and then you know what I'm saying. It went from it went 14 years later, and we we still got these two you know what I'm saying doing something on screen, so you know you know what I mean like and you know what I mean that they've been at the top of their game they've been you know said at the pinnacle of success and now we get them just you know what I'm saying like bringing all of this back um but one thing one thing that that stood out to me in the second film was um Mike opened up a book and it, it was like uh I believe it was a high school yearbook right and <laughs> The 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 writing on it or whatever it was like something something ride or die you know what I'm saying whatever bad boys for life right so this is giving me an assumption that these dudes been knowing each other damn near forever right so that means to me that Marcus knows been knowing Mike forever like these dudes grew up together basically you know what I'm saying they they went into the academy together became friends I mean they be all they became partners and all this other stuff. So coming into this new movie, seeing how like we talking about something now that now we don't, like Marcus, this is something that Marcus don't know shit about. Now I can see if it was like, he was like, remember man, you know what I'm saying, once I left the academy, you know what I'm saying, I, I had to go do something. Or you know what I'm saying, like they put me in a, a different, you know what I'm saying, what's the name? So this was just like, you. it seemed like they just didn't know each other until they became partners in this third one. And then, not only that, like, we don't see none of Marcus's sons. We only see his daughter. We don't know, like, what's going on with his sons. Like, because we seen his sons in the second one. You know what I'm saying? They was all sitting at the table, all eating and, you know what I'm saying, having a family meal. Then on this third one, his sons are nowhere to be found. He do not even mention his sons.
1: Well okay. I will say that they're grown now because I think right. Megan you remember in the first one when Mike came over and he mm-hmm. was holding the baby. Remember there was a that was a baby and there was three it was a toddler little girl and then there was two boys. So I'm thinking that the one that got married in the third one is the one the infant that he was holding. So I think the other ones are just older and they're just you know what I, mean? I know I'm just
0: saying but like it was just it was just no mention of them like we ain't see no family pictures no none of this shit right so that was another thing that fucked me up and then not only that like we don't get no backstory on how they ended up getting with and like getting the team we don't get no backstory on how you know what I'm saying like I mean we kind of we kind of got like a little bit of backstory from Mike explaining everything but we really didn't get too much from Mike explaining anything like, and then at the end, like, it's this thing that, you know what I'm saying, he got a son now, and then, you know what I'm saying, like, now his son is going to be, you know what I'm saying, like, teamed up, and then, like, he got this love interest with one of the teammates, like, I mean, it was, it's just it was just so much shit that was unexplained, you know what I'm saying, like, the captain dies, and then now, you know what I'm saying, like, all this other shit happens and then the one chick that he in love with ends up becoming like the captain or some shit like that. Like it was it, it was just so much that was just left like open. It was just too many, you know what I'm saying, like loose ends in this movie for me to be like, okay, this movie was this movie was, you know what I'm saying, the shit like how everybody's trying to make it seem like. And it was just like if if they did a little bit more explaining then I kinda would have felt different.
1: Okay, so to your to your first point of the yearbook thing could have been a situation okay there was tight in high school right mm-hmm. they go and because because remember Mike said before we was partners mm-hmm. so maybe it could have been a situation where they graduated right away. even or even if maybe Mike went to be a cop first and Marcus came later. Like we don't know. I thought, yeah, I thought about that. But I thought about that. even, but even if they like, let's say they went in at the same time, they got assigned to do two different apart, parts. True. Got think there was no cell phones, right back then. So maybe Mike went on the cover. All that shit happened. Bus happened. Mike was just like, "I'm not going to talk about this shit anymore." Yeah. And it could been a whole thing of like. You know, he just seemed like, yo, you was this, cause maybe, maybe Marcus could have looked at it like, when we was in high school, you had these braces, you was the, mm-hmm. oh, the skinny kid that everybody picked on, and you had money, and now all of a sudden you get some muscles, and mm-hmm. now, you know what I'm saying, you get the braces off. And now you just flashy, and like maybe he could have been thinking, Well, you making up for all of the years that you yeah. wasn't and now you okay, you're, the, you're the man, and maybe yeah. he just never asked him like what happened. So maybe he just never said anything. I think there's a whole bunch of different scenarios, and as far as the team, that wasn't his team. Because you gotta okay. remember, they was partners, and, and so they did um market, they were celebrating Marcus's birthday. Not Mark's mm-hmm. birthday. Mark's his grandbaby. So they're celebrating the grandbaby and then the girl comes up and then, you know, he, he kept calling Mike a dumbass. Now, the one thing I did at first I didn't like it but then once I heard someone talking about it, I appreciated it more. Mike would say all of these lines like he was young still. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I mean, you can miss me with that and you know what I'm saying, and like, you know, I'm about to turn up and all this shit, and it was mm-hmm. so, Marcus, because Marcus was like, turn up, he was like, man, you need to turn down, like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying, like, it's like, he would say all of these terms, like, he's young, yeah. and like, Marcus is trying to tell him, like, throughout the film, like, yo, you old, and mm-hmm. then, like, even at the bar, he was like, dude, you're using like, Black Midnight, or whatever, some shit, because he was dying his beard, and he's like, yeah. hey, my beard, he's like, yes, you are, and like, that whole little dynamic of like like Mark is trying to get him to embrace like, dude, like you're getting old, stop talking, stop acting. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so he called him a dumbass because they had a relationship, but they ended up breaking up and she had put a team together. And then the only reason that they ended up teaming up was because remember after Bulletproof Mike finally got shot, Mike, she went over to see Mike, and Mike was you know trying to beef up because Mike wanted to go get the people that shot him, or at least find mm-hmm. the people. That, and remember, Marcus had retired. Yeah. So I'm gonna go do this on my own. And then that's when we get the the, the great Khaled cameo. When he mm-hmm. go Cal did a great job. Like it was it was five minutes, but Caled did yeah. a great job. And so then he goes and tell the captain he figured out who is the person that deals these special bullets that they was looking for or whatever. And mm-hmm. so he's like, yo, go work with ammo. remember? Because yes. he, you're gonna do this shit on your own, so I might as well put you with somebody who can watch over you. So that's right. how I ended up getting with the team because mm-hmm. he do the shit rogue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was now like, it So it makes least, sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I like. What I, what I really liked about it was they they relationship was, was really, like, really, really on the rocks. Uh-huh. Like, then, like, that made me think of, like, like just now, like, I remember you see, we didn't really get, like, part one type of shit anymore. Like, I remember, like, in part one, right, when uh-huh. they left up hell and they jumped in the damn that damn ice cream truck looking thing. And so they're riding down the road, and then Mark is like, Yo, what am I smelling? Uh, Julie looks back, and it's like, Ether. He said, Extremely family ether. And then Mike is like, Damn. And then Mike is like, Oh, yeah, you really did it this time. <laughs> We're driving a damn bomb, right? And so then they roll. And then what I loved about the script was so Mike fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. Up. So then Marcus turns down the road. <laughs> well, they had to run out of the road. And then he was like, yo, you better think of something or running down the road. And this motherfucker got this in his ear. Who picked this dumbass road? <laughs> <laughs> you running out of it. And I thought that was so fucking funny. Like we didn't get like that type of stuff anymore. It was more of yeah. their relationship. It's like, really, now, like, their relationship started being rocky in the second one. Now, even though he ended up staying on the force simply because they saved his sister at the end. Uh-huh. So he gave Mike some more years, but he's like, now, he's like, look, man, I've been shot two times. I had to save my sister. I got a grandbaby. I'm really mm-hmm. trying to, And, like, with something personal coming up in Mike's life, he felt obligated to help Mike, to join the force, yeah. because Mike, even though his sister was his love interest at the time, but it still was his sister. He was like, Mike, right. roll with me to go get my sister, and I'm going to roll with him to go get his son, which gives us one of those very funny Martin scenes again, because when mm-hmm. they got playing, and that mother was like, oh, what he say? He said, uh, he says, man. So what you gonna do when you see your son? He was like, I'm gonna put a. He said, I'm gonna put a hole in him, and he was like, and I'm gonna put him in the body bag. And then when God looked at him, and then he gets up, <laughs> and he was like, man, he's like, why would you fuck a witch without a condom, man? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny, and like, but it, to me, I did the only loose ends that I found was like now with me talking, I think that his, that Marcus's kids are just so much older that they just got their own yeah. life. And I think that the reason they keep going back to this one daughter is because I think that one daughter is the one baby that he was holding in the first one. So it seems that she seems to be the youngest. I do hate how they never bring up any of his other kids.
0: Hmm. I just love the. Well, fact. see, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was the girl that the the boyfriend came to the door.
1: It is. It is. I'm talking about part one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Because okay. okay. remember part one when him and his wife woke up, and that's so, when that, so that she's just like she's just like a reoccurring theme
0: in the movies. Then, so like it basically just go from her being a baby to her being a teenager to her being an adult and being married. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, what I did like about this movie was the fact that they showed them maturing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then from they showed it in one aspect of where Martin is coming to terms with it, like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, we getting old. We getting too old for this shit. He, like, in this Danny Glover thing, like, where it's like, I'm too old for this shit. And then you got, you know what I'm saying? Will, who he fighting it. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, he dying his beard. He's still trying to be cool and hip.
1: He's still trying to be out and about and be the man. Uh, like, uh, so uh, I thought that dynamic was, what's up? I want to compliment you on that, but that is a great fucking comparison. Dude, Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, I 100%. And then, oh, I just wanted to compliment you. I'm sorry. about yeah. that, that, brother. My mind. But I mean,
0: yeah, like, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it kind of reminds you of. Like, he, he kind of gave you that Danny Glover shit. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck am I still doing this shit? But then it's like, you know what I'm saying? You can you you can tell, like, that's a, a regular relationship between, you know what I'm saying? It don't even got to be two cops. It could just be between, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just two friends. Like, you know what I mean? Just one dude who, like, man, you know what I'm saying? We too old to be going out to the club. We too old to be doing shit. And then it's that one friend who just can't let it go. He just got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still dressing, like, you know what I'm saying? he 20 he's still wearing his hat backwards like he's 20, you know what I'm saying? Or, or like he fucking uh, uh, in his teens when it's like, dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not you anymore. Like, let it go, man. You can't wear, you know what I'm saying? Coogee no more. Coogee is dead. Stop wearing shit like that. Like, we all got that one friend who who is stuck in that one time period where he was just a cool guy, can't let it go. And so like, that's that's like just the kind of dynamic you kind of see on the screen. And then you also, you know what I'm saying, like you see them having to deal with everything without the captain this time. Because to me, the captain was like their mentor. He was like their go-to guy. So now that he's dead and he's not there, you have to kind of see them deal with everything without that, you know what I'm saying, like without that, um, I'm trying to think, oh, without that security blanket, you know what I'm saying, without that extra brain. So now they, you know what I'm saying, like they got to go to somebody new and have to deal with all this other shit. And then you know so the last thing is seeing them basically you know wrap up a story like like I said in the beginning you kind of got a little bit of both of them in the second one you got Marcus and then in the end you got Mike. So you know what I'm saying you kind of gotta to learn, you know what I'm saying to tad a little bit about Mike that you know what I'm saying we never knew any like you said we never knew anything about him. So now in this one this one kind of focuses on Mike instead of focusing on you know, um, Marcus's family, even though it's still kind of centered, like you know, so like I said, like his daughter is the theme of the, you know, what I'm saying the movie, it seems like. But we still get uh, you know, so like we still get a lot of Mike in this movie to where, you know what I'm saying, we see that he got a son, or at the time when we watching it, we don't know if he got a son yet or not until the end. But you know what I'm saying, we learn that he got a son, he had you know what I'm saying, like this this love, you know what I'm saying? This love Relationship with this lady, you know what I'm saying? We find out that this motherfucker was undercover, you know what I'm saying? Like he was special ops. And then, you know what I'm saying? We learn why he is who he is. So that's really just, you know what I'm saying? What I liked about it, the dynamics that they brought around in the end and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like wrapped it up to make it, you know what I'm saying? Good. And I mean, the, the action scenes was good in this one. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, to me, I felt like the action and, and all of them was good. Another thing I forgot to mention though was that second one of the funny one of the funny um one of the funny scenes in that shit is when they was going to Johnny Tapia house as the um as the uh, exterminators and the goddamn rats was up there fucking he said, Look, he said, Mike, he said the rats is fucking, man. He said, Look, they fucked us like we did. That shit was funny as fuck, man. So I mean, just all in all, bro, like it's it's been it's been a great 14 years. It's been a great three movies, like. You
1: can't go wrong with any of them for real, but that was just—I just had a small gripe with that third one. All right. okay. I mean, I, 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 I get it, but like, I, I guess that, you know, for me, I've all—I do these things well, like I told you before, and I remember when I did that whole podcast on the the first time around when I did the my gripe about Halloween, um, mm-hmm. the one that, when I when I did the one where I was like ripping the new one. It was more of I do this thing where it's like I have like these own my own ideas of what the movie should be type of right, right. Same here. So so when you said that, like, it's a great point because I thought that. But while you were saying it, I was saying, well, maybe this could have been a situation where they got split up and they didn't become partners, until Mike came back, or maybe Mm -hmm. didn't join the force. Right off the rip, or it could have been. This is what you also got to understand. They got an age difference. Yeah. It's so maybe they didn't graduate together. Right. No. 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 They don't have an age difference. No. They don't. My bad. My bad. Marcus just seemed older because he had four damn kids, and Mike had yeah. none. Yeah. He had a whole the family. Eric, right? more like an older person because he had to mature faster because he had kids. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. But. Okay. Man, I will say this, man. Um, I, I got an idea. I already know how yours is going to be. Yours ain't even going to be no surprise, man. I already mm-hmm. know how know you I already said it. But for me, my rating is I am going Bad Boys for my number one spot. I'm going Bad Boys for Life for my number two and Bad Boys, Two for my third spot, man.
0: Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, I already know your...
1: Yeah, I'm going Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys 1, and then Bad Boys 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. Like, I was, I could yeah. tell about the bottom. I was like, I could tell. It's, like I said, all three of them are classes. All three yeah. of them are great. Yeah. Them don't really have any gripes. Like, the the people that they was, like, all of the, the side characters was good. Like I said, the mm-hmm. only gripe about these films is I wish that they would at least, I mean, just just Marcus, just just mention your other three kids. Like, yeah. I mean, you mention them. It's like it's like they just completely wrote them out the script. I mean, they could have at least said something like, "Yo, my one son lives in Texas," you know? Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, like just a so, mention of it. Yeah, like just to leave them out completely out the way that they did. I, I felt that that's one thing that I have a problem with. But and then, like I say, like we don't hear now. They mentioned it. In the mm. third one. But you know what I'm saying? But it was just that more, was like early on though. Yeah, it was it was real early, mm. but it mentioned it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like with the well, like with the rest of his kids, like they don't even mention the stuff anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean that, like that's my that's my my biggest gripe about the whole thing. But like does it does it ruin it? Nah, it doesn't ruin it. That's just somebody that's just hugely invested and I just feel like they can at least mention them. So mm-hmm. it's not anything that actually like destroyed the movie because I don't think it destroyed it. But I think what it does do, because I really like the dude that played Mike's hus- son, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. Now, when you look at the IMDB page, it says um I think it says 2021, if I'm not mistaken, or two thousand spin-off
0: for
1: a son. So I don't know if it's gonna be a spin-off. I think that Mike and – I think – well, I I keep calling them by the character's name. I think Mike and Marcus are going to be in it. Mm -hmm. What I think it's going to be is that they're going to put Mike's son undercover. Uh, Okay. And I think that he is going to be checked. I think that they're going to be too old to do the type of things that need to be done with this type of work that they're doing. To his son is going to do it. So I think that they're going to be more of hanging back. But like you said, maybe you said it best. I think it would be focused on him because he will be the one that's undercover. He will be the one doing everything. I think he mm-hmm. would be in with Mike and Marcus, but I think that it's going to be more centered around him. And then I think that somehow we're going to get someone added into this thing to where he's going to end up being a partner because I will say this on the third one. Now I'm not sure about the second one. I only know the third one. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is an executive producer on the third one. Oh, okay. This could be a situation where they could keep this bad boy things going, but just pass it along to this kid. And then he gets a partner somehow. Hey, maybe, maybe one of, uh, Marcus's kids come back and he end up being his partner. Some shit we don't know. I'm not going no. I'm not no nope, no. Nope,
0: I'm not doing that. If they do that, I'm damn sure I'm not going to see it. We ain't seen these <laughs> niggas in, in the whole goddamn movie. We ain't heard nothing about them. Then all of a sudden this nigga come back and he, he fresh off the forest. Hell no. Nah, nope. I'm not doing it. I'm in, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm down to not that whole idea. No, nope. I can't ride with that one, bro. but <laughs> that. shouldn't be trash. <laughs> That's gonna be trash, bro. Nah, man, you ain't heard from these niggas in, in goddamn seven years, and all of a sudden this nigga just pop out the fourth. Like, they, if they did that, they should have mentioned it in the third movie at least. Like, come on, man, give them something. But nah, I, I ain't rolling with that one.
1: Nah, I feel you. I feel you. But like, I, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what 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 this one is gonna carry because I think yeah. that Will is probably gonna have a huge hand in it. I don't know if he really writes scripts um i'm pretty sure his opinion is going to be taken in this one hell i mean martin might even you know get involved because i mean i know he feels like like i know martin is probably looking at like yo this whole bad boy thing wouldn't even be happening without me you know they're go, they gonna
0: make a girl his partner
1: i mean it, it could it could but like i said they was able to get a spin-off of it um i think it's called la finest if I'm not mistaken okay. I think that's what it's called But um, that'll be real interesting man Real interesting But like hey I'm, I will say this Hey Scoots I've been waiting on this for a long time man. Long mm-hmm. time Long time long time long time Because we have been arguing about A person mm-hmm. Because we differ on opinions And we finally get to Get this shit on wax on the next episode Yeah it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be. It's
0: gonna, It's a lot of different, lot
1: of different cards being played in this one. There, there is that. Like, because I'm sitting here trying to think. Like, it, it it's gonna be because I, I'm gonna want to go throughout the time because we're doing, we're finally doing another documentary on um, for the mm-hmm. people that listen to this podcast religiously. Like, we, we'll, we we'll appreciate y'all, but for some odd reason, the one episode that caught fire was the last documentary that we did. Well, we only done mm-hmm. one them, and it caught fire. So I feel like we got a lot of pressure going in on this one. Yeah. Yep. There's, a, there's a lot of factual stuff that has to be said. And my thing is that there is something that we're different. And my and my whole objective, when we get to that point of that podcast, mm-hmm. is to try, look, dude, I know you was captain of the debate team and all that <laughs> All I'm saying is, that I I think I got convincing arguments to try to flip you to my side. So this is going to see, be, man. We're going to see. Gonna be fun. This is going to be really. Listen, fun. I'm,
0: I am pretty. I am pretty secure in my stance on this. Um, this is one of those things where you know we was we were both alive when this when this situation happened. Um, I'm sure we both seen countless documentaries and news updates and all this about it. Um this was this was one of the biggest moments in history or at least American history. And um, man, I, I just can't I can't wait to get this one done, man. Friday is gonna be is gonna be fun. Oh
1: yeah, man, most definitely. Like this is the one that we're doing is my is in my top three of documentaries of all time. Like all oh, okay. the doc- okay. a huge documentary guy. This is like the best one, and it's the guy himself. Is a dickhead. He's a clown. No, nah, man, he is amazing. No, I will. Well, <laughs> we, gonna, we gonna talk about. It. I think he is. Have uh, you seen him on Twitter, bro? Yeah, no. <laughs> I was about to say something, would have
0: gave it away. But I know, but he is amazing on Twitter. <laughs> like the 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 shit that he chooses to comment on, i will be like, man, shut your ass up. <laughs> yeah he is he is amazing bro he is comedy he is like he is the I, I consider him like the black Donald Trump
1: that dude that is a great fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great comparison for real dude, like this 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 one is going to be fun man because I've, I've been like this is something that had America divided oh by the nuts man but like this was one of the first time where it was like when you really, you you really started, it got to the point where, like, one set of people felt this way, and another set of people felt another. This is, like, this was, like, one of the, I think...
0: It was a typical kind of, lot of shit. No, not even that, though. Like, it was, this was, like, the, the first celebrity trial, though. Like, when you yeah, really think it, about it. And it got a lot uh, yeah. A lot of people famous who don't supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. So it's, uh, yeah, you 100% <laughs> right about that. You are 100% <laughs> right. But that's, so if y'all tune in Friday, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk our shit on this one. We're going to have some fun. Um, man, we're going we gonna to laugh a lot on this one. I, I guarantee you, we're going to laugh a lot on this one. And, um, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be one of those ones that, you know what I'm saying, you can enjoy. Um, I, I would really love to to see the feedback on this one because, you know, like you said, we got opposing views on this one. But, yeah, y'all stay tuned, man. Friday is the one. Um, but, you know what I'm saying, we come to the end. You guys can check me out, ask Bronson on Twitter. Um, make sure to follow that VA pod watch group. Um, that's all I got, man. That's all I got.
1: Man. I mean, I feel you, man. I'm just going to ramble through it, man. Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook man the stolen time pod on Instagram um s foster eight on Instagram and Twitter. Please go check out the 28 minutes or less podcast. Like we mentioned earlier, Scoots was on that last episode with me. We talked mm-hmm. only that what we did, man. We did the verses battle. We did so, verses with uh, people, Gucci and Jiggy, yep. Yeah, so if people interested in that man, go check out that episode. I feel a little bad because I had the music a little too loud and you like I felt like you was a little low. That's that's kind of my fault. But you can still hear what you're saying. Great episode. Yeah. Um, and last thing but not least, you know, check out the VA Podcast Watch Group page, man. Um, yep. And that's where all the links are to everything. We're really trying to build that page up. Um, we probably need to also get a Instagram and a, all that type shit to try to, you know, get a different audience there as well. So, man, just go... Yeah. Uh, us, man, give us some more ratings and more views as well. Not views, but uh, ratings and subscribe. Yep. Definitely
0: subscribe, man. If it's your first time listening to it, thank you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, if you leave a rating and a comment on the, uh, especially if you're listening to Apple, uh, we will definitely make sure that we read it live and um, on air. Um, the last person we had, let me make sure I'm not missing one, but I think the last person we had was Art Grown. And um, he left us a five-star rating, which was super dope. You know what I'm saying? It felt good to get that. And then, um, you know what I'm saying, we, we read his comment on there. Let me see if we got any new ones. Nah, just probably just my dumb ass. I just wanted to give us a rating. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got one S. Foster love doing this podcast. Um art grove was there as well. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? When y'all read, I mean we to leave them, we gonna read them, you know what I'm saying? So you love. I don't care if it's one star, I don't care if it's five stars. We definitely gonna read it. Um the feedback is necessary. And um shit, you know what I'm saying? Just once again, man, thank y'all for listening and tuning in. Um yeah, man, like they say Hollywood, bro. That's a wrap. Good.